I want to turn to another topic that's coming up for Washington these, this week, and that's artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. uh, just in a couple of days, uh, Senator Chuck Schumer has invited Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, other tech CEOs over to Washington uh, to meet about the future of this technology. It seems like this is a really pivotal moment for the future, but you've voiced some criticism uh, with that strategy of bringing the tech leaders into Washington. But I wonder, I, I mean, is it the really the wrong strategy to bring them to the table and figure out a way forward before this technology goes too far? Look, um, if we're going to bring tech billionaires in to tell Congress how to write laws, we know what they're going to say. This is an opportunity to lobby. They're going to say, write the laws in ways that protect their billion-dollar fortunes and the head start that they have in the AI industry. But I'm glad to hear from these folks. I just don't want to hear from them behind closed doors. I want to hear from, we have a way to hear from them, and that is in hearings. I want to hear from them when they come in to a hearing that is open to the public, anybody can see it, and where senators or representatives get to ask some tough questions. I don't think we should be going behind closed doors to let these guys have nonstop lobbying for hours and hours and hours without any public scrutiny of what they have to say and the claims they're making. So I just mentioned Elon Musk, one of the, the tech executives in this space. He's also involved in quite a lot of other things. And there have been some reports recently about his involvement uh, in the war in Ukraine and the way that his control of this Starlink, basically internet technology there, plays a huge role in that war. Does Elon Musk have veto power, basically, in the Ukraine conflict right now? Well, look, no one is supposed to make foreign policy for the United States other than the United States government. It is not up to one billionaire to go off in secret and change our foreign policy. I think we need an investigation, both from the Department of Defense and from Congress, to look into the arrangement with Elon Musk and his company that would give him the ability to, in effect, turn off or restrict in any way access for Ukraine or anyone else in contravention of specific policies of the United States of America. Those foreign policy decisions are not subcontracted off to one billionaire. They belong to the federal government and the federal government that represents all of the American people. So in some other news today, um, in, in the House of Representatives, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is calling for the opening of a formal impeachment inquiry into President Biden. Meanwhile, he is facing himself uh, some threats to his speakership. What do you think is going on in the House? And should the White House be concerned that they could launch an impeachment inquiry into the president? Look, this is just one more example of a handful of extremists in the House that are the tail wagging the whole Republican dog here. Republicans themselves were asked today in both the House and the Senate whether or not there's any evidence to impeach the president. And the answer was no. And that was from Republicans. So what's going on here? This is Kevin McCarthy trying to save his own skin and 
further empowering a handful of extremists who are once again trying to push, trying to trying to use the tools of the United States government not to help the American people, not to get to what is true, but just to see if they can advance the interests of Donald Trump. It is so wrong. Meanwhile, uh, as we go into this presidential cycle, uh, a recent CNN poll shows that roughly three quarters of Americans say they are worried about President Biden's age and how it might affect his ability to serve out another full term. That actually includes 49 percent of Democrats who say that the president's age is their biggest concern. Are you worried that this is going to hamper his chances in this upcoming race? And what can he do about it? You know, every time I get this question, I just say, take a look at what he's done. He, this is the president who's delivered $35 insulin. Uh, this is the president who has delivered the biggest climate package in the history of the world, uh, paid for by a 15% minimum corporate tax, first big corporation tax increase in 30 years. This is the president who's now put a cap that's going to go into effect so seniors don't have to pay more than $2,000 on their medical bills. This is a president who's getting rid of junk fees day by day by day. President Biden is doing the job. He is delivering for the American people. And I think when we get ready to do the election in 2024, that that's what the American people will see. We have a president who is doing what he said he would do. He's not working for those at the top. He is working for America's working families. He is building the middle class from the bottom up, from the middle out. He is out there actually not talking about it. He's doing the job that we hired him to do in 2020, and I think we'll rehire him in 2024. Well, we will see if that ends up being ultimately enough for uh, many Americans, including many Democrats, who uh, seem to, even at this stage, be uh, continually concerned about this issue. But Senator Elizabeth Warren, thank you for joining us um, on that and a number of other really important topics tonight. You bet. Good to see you.